0: Welcome to Learning to Speak Life podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. This show will be focusing on the biblical truth surrounding the importance of speaking life-giving words, no matter the circumstance. This information will be relevant for new believers, as well as the seasoned saints, as no one has their tongue under control. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the Learning to Speak Life podcast. This is Carly Kirchival.
1: And this is Michael Kirchival.
0: Today we're going to take a different direction. Michael and I decided we just wanted to talk about the top 10 homeschool myths that a lot of people are sadly mistaken about. And of course this is only a drop in the bucket to all the homeschool myths that you've heard out there, but these are the top 10 myths that Michael and I are very confident that many of you have heard and um, we're just excited to, to talk about it and share them with you today. So, We've been homeschooling for quite some time. Our oldest child right now, Hannah, she is in high school. She's a ninth grader this year, and she has been homeschooled from the start. And we also have two young sons that are a first grader and second grader. So we enjoy homeschooling. We love it. But if we're being honest, it was not something that we would have imagined ourselves doing. So this post is this post, this podcast, sorry, you know how it is when you're a blogger, this podcast is something that truly rings close to home. Because the truth is, I've believed probably almost every single one of these.
1: All right, myth number one, homeschoolers only hang out with other homeschoolers and talk about homeschooling all day.
0: (laughs) Well, I used to believe that. I thought that homeschoolers only hung out with other homeschoolers and only talked about homeschooling because growing up, I knew two homeschool families. That's it two. And every time I saw them, they were always together and they were always talking about homeschooling naturally, like what they did in their homeschool today, what, you know, this other family was doing with them and what things they were going to do together, homeschooling. And the moms were always talking about homeschooling. And so I really believe that, but honestly within the real homeschool community, at least in modern times, in our experience, because we've homeschooled in a lot of places, in many states, in another country. And I personally have not seen that. I, I don't see that ever, really. I mean, we talk about homeschooling to an extent, but we just talk about life. And so I think that that myth is hilarious, personally, because as a homeschool mom for over a decade, that's not true. I do not just hang out with homeschoolers, and I certainly don't talk about homeschooling all day long.
1: I wanted to say this that you know, even as I've been growing up, that that whole notion of homeschoolers only talking to other homeschoolers, I perceived it as people um, all they did was talk about themselves. They had their little clique, and they dressed a certain way. And so when I quickly saw that so-called stereotype, I'm like, oh, they have to be a homeschooler you know, silly me, you know, now I look at it in, you know, modern uh, terms. It's not
0: even modern. You act like you were born in 1895. I okay. <laughs> know what you're saying. Um, now that you're a homeschool parent. Now that I'm a
1: homeschool parent, it's it's different. There, there's more to life than just talking about homeschooling. And I enjoy um, giving my testimony and, and, and being a part of my, my children's life and with their education on on. Um, any level that I
0: can. Yeah, that's funny. Well, we'll move on to myth number two. Only religious freaks who live in the mountains would homeschool their children. <laughs> <laughs> I actually used to think this. Um, but the funny thing is, I did hear of a woman, a woman in front of me in line. This was when we lived in Germany. Um, I heard her say that, and she was serious. She basically said that only religious freaks, homeschool, people that live in the mountains. And I busted out laughing. I was in line at the at the PX and I just couldn't believe it. This lady really said that. And I just started laughing and she looked at me and, and it was funny because I couldn't help myself. I mean, I'm sitting there thinking, really? You really, really think that? You really think that? So it's just funny because even though these are meant to be lighthearted, there's really truth in these myths that meaning truth that people really think these things yeah i have every last one of these things i have heard somebody say or i myself once believed i really did think that in order to homeschool you had to be a religious fanatic because growing up again there's only two families i can talk about that were homeschoolers one of them was a very very devout mormon family Mm -hmm. and the other one was friends of that family. <laughs> they weren't <laughs> they weren't Mormons, but they were just very conservative Christians and they were um, they were just close, you know, friends. And although they were some of the nicest people I'd ever met, their children, they had large families. They had, seriously, some of the most well-mannered children you could ever meet. Um, I still consider them to be somewhat religious fanatics because I mean the thing that always stuck with me about our lovely friends, their last name was Nolan, about the Nolan family um, growing up, the thing that mortified me the most about the religion was that they didn't drink soda. I was like, "What?" what? <laughs> soda. It was like, "What? How could you not drink soda?" I mean, obviously now I realize that, that. I mean, people could. It's not healthy for you. Yeah. I mean, whether or not it's a religious conviction or not, if we're being honest, soda is not healthy. No. But it was just funny because to me, despite everything else that I could have said, "Oh, that's weird. That's weird," I thought it was just weird that they didn't drink soda because my mother. Coke was water to my mom. So she woke up in the morning and she had Coke. She Coke was literally her water. It was just what she did. So I didn't understand how somebody couldn't drink it or didn't have it in their house. So did you ever think that? Did you ever think that homeschoolers were religious fanatics? Well, before I
1: answer this, I would like to say this for the record. I <laughs> do not use the word soda. I use the word pop.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: That's, that's pop. Yes. But, um... <laughs> Yes, I used to really think that, oh my gosh, people are, you know, they're really religious and just out there. And yeah, I used to think that, hey, they must not be able to afford to be able to go to a public school transportation, so they just sit up there in the mountains and have their little you know, the little um whatever they they do up there and they're too scared to come down to the city. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that's the way I used to think, but that's just really silly. Honestly, um, I love homeschooling. I love being, you know, my kids learning a lot. And um, it's just silly to me. It's just naive thinking.
0: Well, it's funny that you mentioned that they couldn't afford transportation to school because school buses used to be free. But I know you're making that reference because now, like where we live, in this part of California, and it might be everywhere else, too. I don't know. I was just shocked to find out that you have to pay to ride the school bus. And Two, what, like $240 a, a semester or a year or something? It doesn't matter what it is. The fact that you have to pay. What?
1: Yes, and, and just in, the, in our situation, the school is like three miles away from <laughs> where we live. And do you think I would be willing to pay $300 Just for my child to go three miles down the road? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's
0: that's just... I mean, obviously, our child is not going there regardless, but it doesn't matter because that's just absurd. Okay, moving on. Number three. Homeschooled children are not athletic.
1: Let me start off with that one. When (laughs) I... Whenever... I used to hear that somebody was homeschooled. I'm thinking, okay, they're couch potatoes and they don't know what it's like to ever play tag or hang seat. <laughs> Instead, they're sitting there eating Doritos and wondering what's the next show coming on. <laughs> and so I would quickly have that stereotype. Like they have no athletic, no athleticism. Yes. I uh, yes. big words.
0: <laughs> wow. Were you homeschooled? <laughs> No. Well, and it's funny, too, because I just think it's hilarious because I used to think that. I used to think that homeschool children were not athletic. If I'm being honest, the two, again, it's only two families I have a pull from here, so you hear about them a lot. Two. But the two families that I knew, their children were very thin and very, they just weren't athletes, which is fine because not everybody's an athlete. But it is funny because, obviously, we know that's not true now. And not only from our own children, who are both, well, they're all three athletic. One of them just prefers to build. So he couldn't care less. Whereas one of our sons is the guy that, you know the guy that you pull up to the stoplight and the guy looks at you and you look at him and he revs his engine. That's Malachi. Oh, yeah. If you make eye contact with that boy, if you just stand next to him, it's on. It's a race. It's a competition. It's just whatever he can get you to do. That's competing as an athlete. is a done deal. And then you have Hannah, who right now is a very, very successful, competitive USAG gymnast. And, you know, so we have athletes in the family. We do. We very much do. And I've seen tons of other family and friends, homeschooled friends and family, that have the same. So anyway, moving on. How about this one? homeschoolers are socially inept. You know, this might be true in some cases. I would say, though, that the vast majority of homeschoolers are actually much more prepared for interacting with all different types of people. And I've noticed that most homeschooling families, they don't segregate their children by race, age, social class, just the typical divisions that exist within most communities. Mm -hmm. It doesn't tend to be there in homeschool communities. I mean, it can, I've seen it somewhat, but for the most part, no. And so I do find it funny because I believe that at one point too, I mean, that's a huge thing. Socialization. Yeah. Your kids are not going to be socialized or how do they socialize? How do they, you know, all the, the silliness there, but you know, most homeschooled children are socializing with all types of people, not just certain types. And to me, that's a clear advantage. That's a clear advantage for real world preparedness you know, when our children are going out into the real world, they're not just going to be with fellow 20-year-olds. You know, everybody with the same likes and the same, you know, socioeconomic status and the same, whatever, heritage. I mean, all of that. It's, it's, it's just, yeah. So that one's uh.
1: Well, well, for me, I thought that homeschoolers, all they knew was mom, dad, sister, and brother. Maybe <laughs> grandpa. In other words, they only knew everyone in the household, but was not able to relate to anybody else.
0: That's too funny.
1: But I was well, uh, well wrong. And like uh, Carly was saying, uh, homeschool, homeschoolers, they are able to talk to all kinds of people with different kind of backgrounds. And they tend to be more transparent, in my opinion.
0: I think the thing that I love the most about the homeschool experience as a community that we've seen all over the country and other parts of the world is that I I don't I love the fact that there's no age segregation that when we're at a park with homeschool families you have 17-year-olds playing with 3-year-olds yeah Obviously, they like talking to other 17-year-olds or other, you know, people that are a similar age, but there is a difference there. And I love that. I love that it's not uncommon to see a 6-year-old playing with a 12-year-old, you know, and nobody thinks anything of it because that's just another person. They're engaging in an activity that they both enjoy. So what? They're not the same age. I like that. I've noticed that a lot. And for people like us that, you know, we might not have a large family. You know, we have three children, but still, we love our family. And we love our children, and we love being around our our children all the time. And so to see other people that are raising their children like that, it's, it's a blessing in those situations. It is. So another one here is, another myth is homeschoolers just sit at home all day and do nothing. But, I thought that. Because, you know, you hear the term homeschool, you think you're having school at home. And some people do that. Some people school their children very traditionally at home. They have desks. They have... I know one family, I mean, just one that had, has a bell, like it's like an electronic bell timer. Yes, really. So, you know, they're just doing school at home. We're a lot different. I am a lot different. Let me rephrase that because Michael, you know, while he's involved, obviously he works a lot. So I've been the one that does the majority of the schooling and I definitely am extremely relaxed. Um, I would say that I've swung on both ends of the pendulum. When I started off I was pretty legalistic, I was kinda crazy, just being honest. Yeah. How would you know you weren't there? Oh, okay. (laughs) No, but really I I come from a perspective of I was raised by an old school Japanese woman and she did not play. If I did not get A's, um, you don't even wanna know or even imagine what would happen to me. So I've only in my whole schooling career I brought home one grade that was not an A, it was an A minus, and needless to say. Um, I got hurt. So I you know in my opinion, when I started out homeschooling Hannah, I thought I needed to do it the old school Japanese way, which is not good. So the first few months of homeschooling for my precious Hannah was, you know, wasn't that fun? <laughs> but I saw really quickly God changed my heart, and he revealed to me that this is not productive. And I thank him that he did because once I saw what was happening, how I was stressing her natural love for learning then and and stressing my relationship with my daughter. Then I realized, Oh wow. Um, yeah, this isn't good. And then just being relaxed and allowing them to explore and, you know, just, I just love the fact that we can choose to educate however we want to educate. But I can tell you this, we definitely do not sit around all day and do nothing. That is not true.
1: I want to say this. Oh the whole myth with homeschoolers, you know, sitting around all day. I honestly thought that they were sitting there watching Nickelodeon or, Log, or Noggin or all those uh, <laughs> shows on, on television. And they would just, you know, go from one show to another. Why take did a you quick, think
0: that? Why did you think that?
1: Quick bathroom break and go back right <laughs> to it. The reason why, is just naive, I just did not know. I thought that um, people would be more drawn to the couch and the (laughs) tube (laughs) and just sit there and and learn from that perspective. But I'm wrong. It's totally not.
0: Maybe it was, that's how you thought school should be. So that's might have been where you're drawing this from. (laughs) Uh, Maybe, I don't know. But
1: I was wrong. Again, I was definitely wrong.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. So another one is homeschoolers are too sheltered. Um, I used to believe that and in some rare cases I've seen some homeschool families that are definitely sheltering their children, but that's really the exception. I don't see that for the most part. I see most homeschool families that I, I know anyway, um, their children are experiencing the world in a very different capacity. Um, there are a lot there's a lot more freedom in their thinking, and their exploration, and just every area of their life, um, I, I see them being not quite as sheltered. So, again, it's, it's relative. What one person would consider to be sheltered, another person wouldn't. But, um, yeah, I definitely think the more, majority of homeschooling families, that's not the case. What about the next one, Mike? Yeah, the next
1: one is homeschool children. Cannot go on to college.
0: Yeah, no. We know this is not true. I know many of you out there know that because you have children that you've homeschooled who are in college right now. Um, But that was something that was a concern for me. I did, you know, when you take education seriously, you want to make sure, and when you love your children, you're doing right by them and that you are setting them up for success and not failure. So that was one of the myths that, you know, kind of had my head spinning for a little bit, and I had to do a lot of research and do a lot of digging. And I just thank God it was the first year that I was actually that Hannah was compulsory age in North Carolina. That so you know the first year she was legally being homeschooled. Um, one of my friends, because I was sitting on a homeschool board, her daughter actually got word that same week. Her daughter that had graduated prior to that, had just received an Ivy League scholarship, full ride wow. homeschool student. So. That myth was put to rest pretty quickly in my homeschooling career. And I'm so thankful because, you know, the end goal is choice. I wanted wanted Hannah to have choices. Yeah. And if she chose to go to college, which I'm sure Hannah will because you know Hannah. If she chooses to go, then she'll be set up for success. And she'll have many, many choices. Whereas if I didn't set her up, I would feel horrible to take that away from her and make her, you know, just, yeah. So.
1: Let me say this real quick. With me, uh, my initial thought of you know homeschooling pertaining to people going to college, I kind of had a fear because it was a lack of knowledge. I quickly thought, okay, homeschooling is going to equate to how many credit hours or whatever in order for anybody to be um, competitive or marketable for any college, and so. Um, now that I've done research and, and found out things, um, honestly, it's a proven fact that most homeschoolers' children have uh, higher test scores and a higher uh, grade point average that makes them more marketable for going to any college.
0: Yep. And I think that's amazing. And I don't think it's, it's no accident. It's no coincidence. You know, I think that those who take the journey of homeschooling seriously... Um, there's no stopping what your child can achieve when you believe in them and when you give them that environment and nurture that love for learning, you know? So yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, another myth here, it looks like it's myth number eight, myth number eight, homeschool families focus too much on education. I can see how someone could perceive this. Mm -hmm. Um, Truthfully, there are times where I get really annoyed by some homeschool parents who are always talking to their children, regardless of their age, in a really condescending tone, making sure that they do not miss how educational everything is. But hey, just because this is not my cup of tea does not make it wrong. No, but on a serious note, um, isn't everything that we do in life education of some sort? Yeah. Yeah. Even if we're not trying to learn something, the reality is that we're always learning. So, you know, it's, it's exciting because that is a fact of life all day long. If you're living, you're learning, you know, and it it comes through a variety of ways from choices and, and, um, so I think it's exciting because we're able to expose our children to lots of different life experiences, but at the same time, we're able to teach them how to make the right decisions we can model it they see us doing it they're not hearing it from a teacher outside of the home they're hearing it from the parent yeah and i'm so grateful for that Um, i'm also grateful though don't get it twisted i'm also grateful for the teachers out there Mm you know whether it's private school public school whatever because at the end of the day what they're doing is helping those families that don't know how to do what it is that they're doing or yeah. what we're doing as homeschool families. Cause everybody wants the best for their children. Yes. And that's something that um, I think is, is important to note. So yeah. And this is the next myth right. you, you go on to because you can refute this one on a personal level from a career perspective.
1: All right. Homeschool children cannot join the military. That, I honestly heard that a lot, you know, but I know it's not true. I've known several soldiers that were homeschooled. And and, how
0: do you know this, sir? What is your job?
1: Yes, I will get into that. Let me just say this one thing. (laughs) I've heard several soldiers that, um, my experience as a cook, where, um, honestly, they, again, they were... They are the most knowledgeable, the most uh, innovative, and eager to learn. Uh, my job now, currently, I'm an I'm a Army recruiter, and I talk to all kinds of people. And honestly, it's not true. I've run into a lot of homeschooled uh, teenagers that, that are quick to say thank you for serving our country, and they have a desire to serve their country. I I am all about homeschool, the homeschool community, serving their country. They're no different than anybody else. And if anyone's ever interested in doing so, please look up your recruiter in your area and we can help you out.
0: Good plug. That was good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, last but not least, number 10 of 10 myths that... Are commonly believed about homeschooling families or homeschoolers are that homeschooled children are always really, really smart. Well, mm. <laughs> sure. I believe that all people are intelligent in the ways that God is, you know, the ways that God has called them to be. However, saying that all homeschooled children are really, really smart from an academic perspective is just simply not true. We just can't make those kind of blanket statements about anybody About anything. Um, Instead, I think that all people are gifted in a unique way to contribute to the world from their unique perspective. All the way from childhood through adulthood. Yeah. But I know that um, one of the things that I think maybe that myth is derived from is the fact that there is something special about homeschool children. Just the simple fact that they've had more one-on-one time with an educator, you know, whether it's their mom, dad, grandma, uncle, whoever, mm-hmm. you know, is, is the primary educator or the fact that they love to learn that I think alone sets a lot of homeschooling families apart, you know, homeschool yeah. children. I mean, I'm not saying other children don't love to learn or that people that aren't homeschooled can't have that, but there is just something about the freedom To choose home education that allows our children to know no bounds. We can nurture that love every single day. I don't have to worry about some bully coming up and punching my son in the throat and making him so upset that he doesn't listen in his history class, which happens to be his favorite subject, you know? Yeah. I don't have to worry about that. And I, I just am so grateful to God for this choice of homeschooling, so... I don't know. I just, I'm so glad that, you know, we were able to just change it up a little bit and just talk lightheartedly about some things that, um, that are going around, you know, just myths about homeschooling. And we're just grateful again, that God has given us the ability as Americans to choose to homeschool because we did live in Germany. Yes, we did. And although Germans are not able to homeschool the local nationals, um, technically, We need, it's, it's such a great area. I'm not going to get into it. I want to be careful what I say, but I will say this. We're supposed to be covered under the SOFA agreement as Americans. I read the document. My area of expertise and specialty is contract law. And I will tell you this, um, that is simply not true. So you have to be very, very careful. And where we were at in Germany, there were not a lot of homeschoolers. We were in the countryside. We were on the economy and we had to be cautious. I did not tell any of the German neighbors that we homeschooled. I couldn't. So there were some scary things going on in that region at the time, one of which things actually happened to one of my personal friends, who was a German citizen married to an American soldier. So here north there, thank God for the ability to homeschool. I'm so grateful for it.
1: Yeah, again, we we definitely uh, enjoyed going through these maps and we just thank God for, you know, being able to change up the the, the mood a little bit and, and kind of just talk about these myths. But uh, anytime that you you know you guys feel free to 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 go to our website and let us know what's going on.
0: Also, I would love for you to visit my homeschool website. It is so you call yourself a homeschooler You can also find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash so you call yourself a homeschooler it's been our privilege to talk with you today and we look forward to connecting with you next month God bless if you have questions, testimonies, or prayer requests to share you can connect with them on their website learningtospeaklife.com or by email at info at we pray this session has been a blessing for you